buckle up and start your engines. This is You Ought to Know with Dave Stahl. With 30-plus years of automotive experience, Dave is here to educate you on everything from repairing your vehicle to the latest industry news and trends. If it's automotive, Dave covers it. It's time for You Ought to Know with Dave Stahl on The Answer San Diego. All right, folks. Welcome to You Ought to Know, FM 96.1, AM 1170. Oh, we didn't have Brittany's mic on. Doggone. But that's okay. It is The Answer, and this segment is brought to you by Southwest Point of Sale. Southwest Point of Sale is a phenomenal system. If you have a grocery store, liquor store, or retail store, and you're having trouble staffing your cash register with people, well, this is a uh, self-checkout system that all the big boys use. Give Southwest a call, 800-540-2149. Let them come out take a look at your facility. And if their system works for you as a win-win, you will be thrilled. And we also want to thank Hot Rods and Custom Stuff. If you're into Hot Rods, nobody does it better. Award-winning cars come out of Hot Rods and Custom Stuff in Escondido. Or if you're just looking for parts and pieces for your uh, man cave, she shed, hoods, fenders, grills, emblems brandy has got them all he's been saving stuff since 1964 all right right now i got a great interview jen engel she's the brand manager for lincoln aviator and they've hooked up with shinola and i think you're going to like their combination as what they're trying to do take a listen all right folks have i got a great interview for you i've got jen engel she's the brand manager for lincoln aviator and lincoln has partnered with shinola to work together. Now, you're probably asking yourself, what is Shinola? Well, let's find out. Hi, Jen. How are you today? Hi, I'm doing well, Dave. Thank you so much for having me. Cool. So kind of run run down uh, who is Shinola and what was the relationship all about? Yeah, so, so Lincoln and Shinola, these are two iconic American brands. Um, Shinola primarily sells uh, watches, but they also have um, a variety of leather products, notebooks, and even bicycles. Um, so we were really, really excited to work with them. This collaboration was really about exploring the art of the possible, two brands that focus on luxury um, and craftsmanship coming together to create something really, really unique. And then also, of course, you know, decide, determining whether customers would be um, you know, would welcome something like this. So it was a fun project and we're so excited uh, with the ultimate result. Well, well, you know, it doesn't look like a lot of people are embracing watches, but then all of a sudden it seems like now they're coming back. I love watches. I can't tell you how many I own. So I, I think that was a good move because I think a wristwatch kind of really tells something about the person wearing it. You know, an iWatch is just like a computer on your wrist as far as I'm concerned. And I think, you know, hooking up with an American-made company is the smartest move from a marketing point of view I I could imagine. Absolutely, yeah. And I think what's nice is, you know, of course there are folks like you who still wear uh, those, you know, time pieces of yesterday, I guess we call it now. Um, but they also have so many other other products, you know, from their, their leather handbags and, you know, their, their wallets to belts. Um, so there's really something there for everyone, but I absolutely agree with you. Um, I I love the the products that they have. Um, they're just they're they're very beautiful and elegant. So 
what is the relationship? Uh, you buy a, a Lincoln Aviator, you get a watch? <laughs> not exactly, not exactly. Ah. So as a, <laughs> I wish, right? Um, as of today, we have just created a, a concept vehicle. So designers from both of our brands came together um, to create this, this synergy and this partnership. Um, you see on the aviator, there's many different Shinola elements. Um, that we've woven into the exterior and the interior. Um, so, for example, their uh, leather duffel bag has this very iconic stripe on it. We took that same stripe and we put it in the in the interior seat of the aviator. Um, they also have these copper accents underneath their uh, bicycle seat, and so we took those same copper elements and we tied that into the grill, for example, on the aviator. Um, so you see these different Shinola design cues throughout. So will we see any of these design cues in future uh, aviators, or is this just going to be a concept vehicle to just have on display? It is the latter. So today, this is just a concept vehicle. It's not available for purchase, but this is an opportunity for us to test and learn um, and to see if customers would be interested in something like this in the future. Yeah, because, you know, you just never know. I mean, Rolls-Royce has now come out where you can get a hand-built car that costs $26 million, and they've already got three orders. Exactly, exactly. People are always looking for something that's fresh and unique, um, and when you can bring two important brands together, even better. I totally agree, and because everybody, you know, nowadays – you know, people like to stand out. They like to be a little different than the next guy. Otherwise, all our little cars would be little square boxes with four doors and a little four-cylinder engine, and that's the way it would be. So I'm glad to say, and I think Lincoln is a perfect, you know, vehicle for this type of mentality to, you know, show the consumer this is what you could have if you're interested in it. And if we get enough interest, maybe we'll partner with some folks. I think that's a great idea. I really do. How can uh, How can people see the concept? Yeah, so you can see the concept vehicle if you happen to be at Pebble Beach later this month. It will be on display, and we are continuing to work with Shinola to develop future uh, display opportunities. Wait, wait a minute. I haven't. I didn't get my Pebble Beach invitation. I thought you were going to send me an <laughs> invitation. Have you not got your invitation yet? Oh, <laughs> it's, they probably, it. it's probably in the mail. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> you got to you got to be on the lookout for that. Oh man, you you're having a great month. I mean, geez, Louise, now you get to go to Pebble Beach. Jeez. That's <laughs> on my bucket list. One of these days, one of these days I'll 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 grovel enough that you guys will take me. <laughs> Absolutely. We'd love to have you, Dave. All right. Well, congratulations on on uh, just getting married, folks. I mean, come on, it's a great deal. You can see she's been smiling the whole time she's on this interview. And hopefully one day I'll be able to meet you at a press event. And, oh, by the way, did you see what your neighbor Ford did over at uh, Oshkosh, the air, uh, the air show? They replicated a Mach-E to honor the women pilots from World War II. Yes, I love it. So uh, important. Goosebumps. City, I tell you, I just did that interview and I just aired it Sunday. I love the fact that that Lincoln and and Ford 
they work so hard to give back to the history of our country. And I, I, I just can't. You guys, boy, all American, love every minute of it. Thank you so much. All right, kiddo. We'll talk to you down the road when some more news comes out. Thanks, Dave. Alright folks, welcome back. You're listening to the You Auto Know Show right here on FM ninety six one AM eleven seventy, the answer. The segment's brought to you by Express Auto Service, seventy six thirty three El Cajon Boulevard in lovely La Mesa. Go to Express Auto Service dot com. Dave and Connie will take care of your cars just as if they were their own. All right, Christian Barclay took today off, so I reached out to my good buddy Brian Armstead to see if there's anything he wanted to chat about. And he's pretty excited about the 2021 Buick Envision. Uh, were you as surprised about that car as I was? Well, absolutely, Dave. I mean, you know, you you think Buick. You, I'm still kind of thinking back to Tiger Woods trying to hawk the brand as something for his generation. And uh, they've come a long way since that time, Dave. I mean, when you look at it, both of the brands that I'm going to talk about today are Buick and Lincoln. I know you just got off the air with uh, with someone from Lincoln, if I heard correctly. Mm -hmm. Um, They're all SUVs. They're no more sedans in their lineup. So for Buick, you know, they used I mean, think back to Buick in the day when they had the Skylark and the Electra 225, which was a personal favorite growing up in Baltimore. Everyone wanted a deuce and a quarter, as the nickname was for 225. Uh, you know, uh, Buick uh, Grand Sport, uh, Buick, uh, you know, the Buick um, Turbo, the, the what was the one uh, with the Turbo 6, V6 Turbo, the, the Buick Cutlass. Oh, yeah. Buick, you know, you know what I'm talking about, the uh-huh. black one with the, uh, yeah. So, I mean, they oh, built the GNX, cool, the GNX. G, yeah, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Uh, so he built some pretty cool vehicles over the years, and to see them go to all sport utilities, I mean, that's just the way American shopping habits are, are going right now. But as you know, Dave, what goes around comes around. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I, I kind of hope that, you know, I mean, and, and they're giving away a big segment to Toyota and Kia and Hyundai and, you know, uh, even Chrysler has hung on, Stellantis has hung on to a couple of uh, automobiles. But pretty much in the American market, if you don't buy a pickup, if you don't buy a crossover utility, you don't buy a car. So for the Buick lineup, you have the Encores. The smallest one starts at 24.6, Encore uh, GX 24.2, Envision 31.8. We're going to talk about that in a minute. Envision Avenir, the top of the line Envision, 40,400. Enclave, 40300 in the Enclave Avenir, 53800 Now, the uh, Envision shares a platform, Dave, with the uh, Chevy Equinox and GMC Terrain, which are very fine vehicles in their own right. Uh, you know, it comes in various trim levels. We can start to build one out. When you go to the consumer website, they're offering 72-month interest-free financing right now. So if, you, uh, if you're if you interested, be sure to go on over and uh, and check it out. Now, they have uh, the Preferred Trim, which is uh, Essence Trim, Preferred, and Avenir. So my trim level was the Essence starting price, 35800 It comes with a two-liter, four-cylinder Ecotec turbo engine and uh, nine-speed automatic transmission. 
Another trend that Ford and, and Lincoln and General Motors are going to, Dave, as you know all, all so well, small displacement turbocharged powertrains. And it's like, you know, some of these are really like Ford's EcoBoost and, mm-hmm. you know, the EcoBoost, uh, the turbocharged motors and the, and the Lincoln products. It just really, really kind of shows how powerful technology can be. And uh, the aviator that actually I'm testing is a hybrid model, but uh, it, it just shows that um, you know you can be creative and still get great power without having to burn up, you know, 12, 15 miles per gallon. Right. Uh, and you can get 30 miles per gallon uh, with some of these vehicles. So that's a real, real big step forward for uh, for Buick. Now they have a three-year, thirty-six thousand mile. This is under their owner benefits rubric on the Monroney level. Mm-hmm. Five-year, sixty thousand mile powertrain warranty. First maintenance visit is free, and uh, you know that's not really competitive with the Japanese or the Korean brands. You know, with Hyundai and Kia and Genesis coming out with hundred thousand mile warranties, that's just not a not a uh, you know not a favorable position for General Motors to be in. And General Motors of which Buick is a member. They've certainly improved their uh, reliability over the years, but they're not at the top. But, you know, surprisingly, Buick generally ranks near the top of all the surveys for J.D. Power, initial satisfaction and quality. They generally, uh, you know, do, uh, you know, do very well. So that's, that's a great thing. And as far as safety goes, General Motors has always been one of the uh, American leaders in safety. Ford kind of took the mantle for a while, but now they're all understanding that people buy cars based on safety. The standard on this Envision Essence, which was a front-wheel drive model, by the way, uh, you have front pedestrian braking, lane keep assist with lane departure warning. That's a really critical feature that I like. You know, if you kind of lunch it behind a wheel and staring at your cell phone, which you should not be doing, Mm-mm. the lane departure assist, I mean, the lane keep assist with lane departure warning will help your dumb behind stay in the lane and keep you out of someone else's side as you're not paying attention behind the wheel. So, and if you're tired, you know, you're just in a, in a fog. Like yesterday, I was coming back from Frederick, Maryland, I was with a friend of mine, and I'm just driving along. I'm in a Jaguar XF uh, Dynamic, nice car, and the traffic in front of me stopped. And I don't know what kind of zone I was in, Dave, but (laughs) (laughs) thankfully, technology, you know, kicked in, and uh, lights started flashing, and chimes started ringing, and then I got a scream from the passenger seat, which was the uh, third, uh, third warning. But the point I'm trying to make is that this is useful technology that they're doing in these automobiles to help keep us alive. You know, unfortunately, we've had more highway fatalities during the COVID year uh, than in the last 10 years. And that's that's a shocking number, the number of Americans who've died on roadways. You know, people are anxious to get out, and they're so happy to get out. They're not necessarily paying close attention to what they're doing. And again, cell phones are a huge problem. Yep. And then people's speeds are up you know, nationwide. But that's something we can talk about another day. To continue with the uh, safety features, forward collision alert, which is what saved me yesterday in the JAG, but also standard on the uh, Buick Envision Essence, uh, following distance indicator, rear cross traffic alert, which I love because if you back out of the spot, you've got a you know, Lincoln Navigator and a, a 
Cadillac Escalade on either side of you, it will allow the radar to do the work that you can't do because you can't see what's out there. And it will alert you as to traffic coming from either side and actually know which side, let you know which side the traffic is coming from. Mm-hmm. So that rear cross-traffic alert is certainly one of my safe, uh, one of my favorite. And it has a safety alert seat. So if someone's in the back seat, a uh, kid or a dog, it will alert you if you turn off the key to, uh, to check that back seat. Uh, really, really great ride quality. I love the way it fits. You know, I'm a big guy, Dave, but um, inside it, it fits really well. And uh, I think that, you know, for the price, 41315 which included a $1,325 sport touring package, which includes some styling items, body color, door handles, rear cargo compartment cover, black roof rails, key feature, 20-inch aluminum wheels with dark finish. Finish, those tend to be pretty expensive. Mm-hmm. And certain other, uh, you know, this little styling uh, features, that's $1,300. You can certainly do without that if you, you know, don't want all the little fancy color coordinated doodads. The technology package, however, is a whole nother story. At twenty five hundred dollars, I think it's a great deal. Uh head up display, nine speaker Bose premium audio, front park assist. It's got the Buick Infotations infotainment system rather, with a ten inch touchscreen navigation system with voice recognition and Bluetooth audio streaming wireless Apple CarPlay and wireless Android Auto. And you can uh, select your own personalized profiles and apps. So like if you're driving or your wife's driving, you can program the apps that you like uh, for your own uh, for your own accord. HD radio, it's a great deal at $2,500. My test price, including $1,195 destination date, $41,315. Not a bad deal. A little bit pricier than the... Um, the Chevy Terrain, Chevy Equinox, about on the same keel as the GMC Terrain, maybe a little bit pricier than the Terrain. You can also get it in four-wheel drive, all-wheel drive rather, and that ups the price from a base price of thirty-four seven nine five to thirty-eight nine nine five. So that's a four thousand uh, dollar. I'm sorry. Let me let me switch back here for a second. That is not true. It's only it's thirty seven one nine five for the front wheel drive model as a base price, and thirty eight nine nine five. So it's a much more reasonable, uh, you know, just over thousand dollars for the difference. And if you live in the fall weather territory, you know, going in spring for the uh, the all wheel drive system, the mileage difference is not significant enough for you to uh, not choose that if you live on a canyon road or a rainy environment like Seattle or Portland, a snowbound environment. You know, not we're not talking North Dakota or Wisconsin here. We're talking Pennsylvania, Maryland type of snow. And yeah, all wheel drive is certainly um certainly the ticket. Again, Buick Envision all wheel drive and front wheel drive essence, one of several really cool models from Buick. You can go to their website and explore all of their fine vehicles. And again, when you first log on, they'll pop up a consumer offer for you with a financing plan on, uh, that's very favorable for all of the uh, all of the Buick vehicles, all the Buick SUVs. So 0% annual percentage rate for 72 months for well-qualified uh, owners and lessees. That's on Buick and GMC. So there you go. Um, Buick GMC. Dave, uh, 
you know, it's like it's really cool to get to drive a variety of different automobiles. You know, as as you know, we just got back from the uh, Nissan Frontier program and the uh, Hyundai uh, Santa Cruz program. Mm-hmm. So those are small, midsize and small pickups. I mean, the variety of, of vehicles that we can choose from now is really kind of impressive, I think. You know, you have electric vehicles, you have small pickup trucks now with the Ford Maverick and the Hyundai Santa Cruz. You have a really refreshed midsize pickup with the uh, Nissan Frontier, which is really super impressive. I thought that was just a terrific mm-hmm. automobile uh, vehicle, rather. So I like the diversity of the U.S. market. I still wish there were more wagons. I wish there were more sedans. Mm-hmm. But, hey, the dollars of American consumers speak, and they say that's not what we want right now. But, again, these things tend to go in cycles. And as gas prices rise, people look for smaller, more efficient, more economical forms of transportation. When I was out in California for the uh, Santa Cruz, I mean, the gasoline there was four ninety nine a gallon in some places. <laughs> and I was just, I just about jumped off of my, uh, off of my surfboard, <laughs> you know, just kind of looking at, uh, at all the different expenses that, that go with uh, vehicle ownership in California. It's a very unique experience, but you live with it every day. So it's all good. No, it's not all good. I mean, I got to tell you, my average fuel bill a month is about 900 So $900? Wow. Uh-huh. That's, uh, okay. So you, you do a lot more driving than I do. Uh, and, again, you know, I'm, I'm typically late in, and I, I use that term affectionately, with two or three vehicles at a time. So I'm able to split mm. the uh, mileage between two or three vehicles, and then I have to exercise my six vehicles at some point. So, you know, I never, I don't spend, I probably spend about $200 a month on fuel. What? And uh, that's, yeah, it's oh not my. bad. Yeah. <laughs> Moved to Maryland, man. We've got great beaches. Great I weather. know. It's I know you. Hey, it's I got, I have to tell you, all the time. somebody will tell me, they say, hey, Dave, man, are you coming to my car show? I go, are you paying me? And they go, well, right. no, why? And I literally will whip out my Chevron bill, and I go, that's why. Oh, I get exactly. it. No problem. All right. <laughs> hey, let's take a quick break. We come back. What are we talking about next? The Lincoln Aviator. Oh, I just had the Lincoln Aviator. It's going to be a great interview, folks. Do not touch that dial. This is You Ought to Know on FM 96.1 AM 1170, The Answer. All right, folks, welcome back. You are listening to You Ought to Know right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer this segment is brought to you by Weather Machine, family-owned and operated AC heating. I tell you, the folks at Weather Machine are phenomenal. They have their own uh, sheet metal shop, so if you're looking for any part, part hard-to-find parts and pieces, Weather Machine has that for you, That and most places don't. They're over at 9303 Bond Avenue, Unit B right there in El Cajon off of the 8. You can call them at 619-443-9974, weathermachines with an S.net. I stopped by because here's something you hardly ever do. I asked them to come out and do a service on my AC system. It's 30, 20 years old, and I try to get them to tune it up about once a year, and that will keep that AC cranking because, folks, it's hot. Just give them a call, 619-443-9974. 
family owned and operated three generations. Uh, got an A plus rating with the BBB. You cannot go wrong with Weather Machines Inc. Air conditioning and heating. All right, we're talking to Brian Armstead. And Brian, uh, we're going to discuss a Lincoln Aviator, which I just had. And I just did an interview with one of the head designers for uh, Lincoln, uh, Jen Ingle. She's a brand manager for Lincoln Aviator. And they partnered up with uh, Shinola Works uh, to create a very unique aviator and Shinola watches and belts and purses. Unfortunately, it's, that one's going to be a limited a car, more, more for like show and everything. But man, I love that aviator. And, and did you find that to be where you could fit in that? No problem. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and I mean, I fit in all the Lincolns, no problem. Uh, but I really like what Lincoln is doing. Again, Dave, we, we spoke about uh, Buick having an all SUV lineup. It's the same for Lincoln. Uh, bottom of the of the uh, list is the Corsair, which is a great vehicle. Starts at thirty six one hundred five. Then you go up to Nautilus, which probably is the best looking one of the bunch. I mean, the Nautilus and the Aviator are really super stylish. Nautilus comes in at forty two five. Aviator starts at fifty one four sixty five, and Top Dog Navigator. 76 705 you trim it out max it out you're looking at a hundred grand uh, easily mm-hmm. uh, for navigator uh and you know when you trim out this uh, this lincoln um aviator it's it's uh my monroney says eighty eight thousand three hundred thirty five dollars that's a major jump up from the standard model starting at fifty one four sixty five so the standard model offers a twin turbo V6, and uh, I believe that um, you know the one that I'm driving now is uh, has a three three liter. It has the same twin turbo V6, but it also has a hybrid component to it. And uh, you know, it's it's I have the Grand Touring. Yes, the Grand Touring trim starts at sixty eight three sixty. My Wi-Fi is acting a fool today, so <laughs> I'm trying to look between the various trim levels, and uh, Xfinity is just not having it today. But um, it's I really like what they've done inside. It's a really it's a beautiful kind of affair inside, and that's where I think Lincoln shines. Right in front of you, you have a leather-clad steering wheel. All the gauge clusters are 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 digital. Very close sight lines, center console, the telematic screen rises above the dash, easy to get to, within reach. Below that, you have a console that controls audio controls and your heating and cooling controls. It's clad with wood, beautiful wood trim. This is real wood in the cars. Below that, space for your wireless charge pad and a little compartment. All the sight lines are crystal clear. The way they've configured the glass on this sport utility, you can turn around the no C-pillar or D-pillar blind spots in the car. Second row actually fit in, Dave. Uh, I have enough headroom in the second row, which is not always the case because the roof line on the aviator does slope towards the rear of the vehicle. But surprisingly, I, I do okay in the second row. And it's just a real, real joy to drive on the road. Uh, a lot of standard features with this 
Aviator Grand Touring Model, Adaptive LED Headlamps, uh, Ambient Lighting that you can choose colors for, Head-Up Display, Heated Steering Wheel, Leather Wrap Steering Wheel, Cruise Control with audio controls on the steering wheel itself. And I like that because, you know, you can just kind of get everything done with your hands without having to reach over and do any kind of shifting or or shifting of your eyesight away from the, the main point. Uh, captain's chair is in the second row. Uh, you can build that out to uh, to your own spec. Um, I, I just found that it was a terrific vehicle on the road. Of course, it's all-wheel drive. It's not going to be an off-road vehicle, but I think it will suit you just fine, just like the, the Buick Envision is going to do well off-road as well. So, I, I, you know, what were, what were your opinions of your time with the uh, with the uh, Aviator, Dave? Well, I had it for a week and didn't go really out of town with it. But and I think I had one or two other vehicles as well. But I, I I sort of favored it because of of the way it drove, the visibility, uh, very comfortable. Wasn't a difficult vehicle to operate internally. Whether you're looking for radio stations or con, you know controlling your heat, uh, I, I and I I really got a kick out of it when people would say to me, "What is that?" You know, because they didn't right. they didn't know what it is. So I think Buick is doing a really good job. My only pet peeve, and you've heard me talk about this more than once, is get off the base warranty. You guys are building good enough vehicles that you could at least bump it to a 450 or something. Right. But get off the well, 336. No on, 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 no, on the Aviator, it is for 450. Oh, that's right. You on know what? Year. As soon as I said it, I realized it. Yeah, and it has actually a five-year, 70,000-mile powertrain warranty, so that's a big bump up. Now, General Motors needs to get off the duff. That's who, I was, th- that's who I was thinking of. Yeah. yeah, they need to stand behind their vehicles for sure. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I the only problem I have with with Lincoln and with Cadillac and with all these luxury brands, I mean, they, they're building some really nice cars now, but they don't. The, the proof is still out. They still need to prove that at 300,000 miles, these cars will still look as good and run as well as they do with 30,000 miles. And that's been the challenge for a lot of the Ford Lincoln products with little things that tend to go wrong, like, you know, silly stuff like window lifts and motors for seats and the dumb things that should not break. Uh, and General Motors, uh, you know, things of that nature as well, and, and with Stellantis vehicles, you know, screens that don't work and transmissions that don't work. I mean, I have friends who've had some Jeep products, and they're just like screaming bloody murder. I know. Every American manufacturer is building quality cars, but they don't, I, I don't see Lincolns or, no, no I, I'm going to correct, I'm going to change that in just a second here, because there was one Lincoln that was built that could go a half million miles with no trouble. And you know exactly the one I'm talking about, Dave. You get picked up from the airport in a black town car, Lincoln Continental town car. And you look at the odometer and it says 330 or 400. And you're like, well, how many transmissions have you put in this car? One. How many, uh, which is great for a car of 400,000 miles, how, is, how many engines have you done so far? Uh, original engine. Yeah. 400,000 miles. Yeah. Why can't they carry that over 
to all of their brands so that at 300, 400,000 miles, they look as good as the, some of the Lexus products that I see are offered for sale, where people are still commanding top dollar with their vehicles with 200,000 miles. They're still commanding uh. you know, premium money for their Lexus LX470s and, and their, uh, their GSs and their ESs. I mean, so why can't we do that as well as American manufacturers. I so, totally, I totally agree. With you. I just bought a couple of years ago a uh, 04 RX 330 with 220,000 miles on it for four grand, and that thing runs yeah. like a top. I love that car. Now I'll give you a, 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 a parallel on the other side, a comparison. I just bought a 2015 Lexus LX570. I finally got rid of the Range Rover. I'd had enough of the nightmare. <laughs> I bought an LX570. 2015, it was a, it was a bargain at 41995 yep. It has 100,000 miles on it. And it was $7,000 under other 2015 models in the area. And it looks brand new. Yep. I mean, everything, there's no wear on the seats. I put a new set of carpets in because carpets are just a normal wear item. Sure. Uh, you know, it, it everything works. There's no hesitation. There's no uh, telematics goof ups like I had with Land Rover every day. Something <laughs> new was going wrong, and so you can command that price. I know. But if you take a 2015 Navigator, I don't know if you can still command that kind of no. price. Even, even though the you know the LX was 92, the Navigator was about 92 back in 2015. I'm not sure you can command that same price, which is unfortunate because. We know what to do. I Let's know. just do it. We've got good people working the assembly lines. Let's give American consumers products that they can stand for for hundreds of thousands of miles. But I think Lincoln and Ford are on the right pathway. Yes, I love the Navig. I love the Aviator and the Nautilus. I yep. mean, I just love them. I and there's too. nothing that went wrong during my week long drive of it. Mm -hmm. Comfort. Good fuel economy, and 50, 56 miles per gallon equivalent when you're in hybrid mode. Right. Um, all kinds of safety, road stability control, airbags galore, pedestrian warning, evasive steering assist. I mean, tons of storage, tons of storage. You can load that thing up, you know, going to the big box store or what have you. And if you're an adventurous person going camping or what have you, it, yeah, it, it, it yeah. marks all the boxes, I think. Marks all the boxes, but again, eighty nine thousand four thirty. That's a big price to pay. Uh, you know I, what I would do is I'd I'd still would buy an Nautilus, but I'd start. Uh, I mean, an Aviator rather. I'd start at that fifty one, fifty two thousand, and then select, selectively choose the options that I need. I would too. Either way, you're going to get a three liter turbo six that just really hauls butt. Yep. You know, you're not going to get the fuel, the fuel economy of the hybrid, but you know, not everybody. Is as worried about fuel economy as uh, some others. You know, I you know I just bought a car that gets 15 miles a gallon. So obviously I'm not one of them. Yeah, yeah. And not. I add that to a I add that to a 12 cylinder and to a, two yeah, other yeah, V8s yeah. and a six cylinder that I have. So I mean, you know, I'm kind of crazy like that. So by the, by the okay, way, but, I'm, um, I'm going to inspect a vehicle tomorrow, and it's got your name all over it. Ferra me. Ferrari FF. You know, I'm not a big Ferrari fan, Dave. So no, it does not have my no, name on it. Listen um, to you. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, I, I think Ferrari. You know, they're snob cars for me. And I'm ah! not a snob. I, I like, <laughs> I like automobiles. Yeah. And I, I just, you know, I, I would not be able to stomach in any capacity the monumental, catastrophic repair bills oh. that come 
that come with Ferrari ownership. If you can afford it, folks out there, that's one KCBQ thing. KCBQ land, that's I'm I'm happy for you. I'm just a little poor old journalist who lives in Maryland trying to scrape by with That's my collection right. of six automobiles that, that are fairly reliable. Hey, service, service, service alone, you have to go to the bank. Yeah, really, really quickly. I know I'm running out of time here, but I was flying to an automotive event. Uh, it must have been a Mercedes event because I was in first class. And I sat by back when they used to fly folks in, in first class. Right. And I sat beside a guy. We started, he asked me what I did. You know, of course, everybody who's, who's, wonders why you're in first class. So I told him what I did. And uh, he said, you know, I used to be a big Ferrari guy, but now I have a Porsche 911. I said, well, what made you get rid of the Ferrari? He said the transmission started to slip a little bit. And I went in to see what it would cost to have it serviced. And they told me that it could not be serviced because once it starts slipping, that's an indication of failure. Right. And it would cost $60,000 yeah. to replace the transmission. So okay. he took that $60,000 and bought a Porsche 911. He said life has been good. They're yeah. ranked always at the top always. of reliability surveys. So, uh, you know, there are a whole lot of choices out there, as we, as I alluded to earlier. Yep. Uh, and the Lincoln Navigator, Navigator, Aviator, Corsair, Nautilus are certainly among them. Go Lincoln.com. Choose your Navigator or your Aviator or your Nautilus or Corsair today. Yep. And, again, they've got special special uh, offers on the consumer website. All right, buddy. Hey, it's always good talking right. to you. Hope to see you down the road again. We'll talk about the uh, Santa Cruz uh, down the road and uh, be safe and uh, two hundred miles, two hundred dollars for gas, you're killing me, dude. You're don't killing. hate, Chris. Don't hate. Chris, thank you as always for the board work. Don't hate them. Don't hate them. Don't hate them. Don't hate them. Don't hate. Don't All hate. right, buddy. Have a good one. Go for a drive. Right. We're gonna take a quick thank break. You you're listening to you on a show. FM ninety six one AM eleven seventy. The answer. All right, folks. Welcome back. You are listening to the You Ought to Know Show. Right here on FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. Yep, that's Brittany. She's going to hang here with us. Ciao. Yeah, ciao. But, uh, this segment is brought to you by Convoy Auto Service, 3909 Convoy Street, Napa Auto Care, ASC certified, Master Tech. Can't beat them. Go to convoyautorepair.com, make an appointment. They'll do all your service work. You'll be absolutely thrilled. And Bumper Doc, Kearney Mesa. Go to Kearney Mesa, BumperDoc.com. Scratches, dings, and dents. Uh, you want to get uh, you know you know any kind of light body work done, paintless dent repair. It can all be done at Bumper Doc Kearney Mesa Kearney Mesa Bumper dot com. So we got Brittany in the house, and we were talking a little bit about cars in general. And and by the way, we had a great show uh, at uh, one o'clock. Yak Radio. Yeah, with uh, Ron. Ron. Uh, you got his last name down. Yeah, I got his last name down. Let me see the let me see that business card that you got right there, so I can re- I, I can read it and say, Marinello. Yeah, yeah, Marinello, <laughs> and he's a real bicycle enthusiast. My gosh, he, I mean, our interview could have gone so many for, for different hours directions, and, hours, and for yeah. so many, yeah, because he also has a really big background in design, like artistry. I wonder what he does for a living. I think it's kind of wrapped up in art and design. Yeah. I mean, go has a little house in Italy. Yeah. He's very That's fluent very, in Italian. Yeah. Italians were listening to us, Dave, live Well, we today. are around we're the international. world. international. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, uh, so, hey, I understand you were out at Cajon Classic Cruise. Cruise car show, yes. On uh, last Wednesday. Yeah. 
I was now, one of- did you get as many cars out there as you wanted? I thought we had a good showing. We had such a variety of race cars. A lot of us raced last night. So on Wednesday, I, I said that several times. Yeah, a lot. Most of these cars are going to be out here racing. Right. And um, we didn't have a lot of people stop by. Not as many as I'd wanted. And what happened is. Um, you know the what do they call it the promenade? Mm-hmm. So that was VW Mania. They had cars there. Actually, had a friend there um, who had his car. Well, Amber and was there too. I didn't. Yeah, and I didn't run into her. I stayed by my car so I could talk about Verona a bunch. But yeah, so they they had the VW Mania Hoopla. People go there, and then as you know, you can go there in your own car and kind of park as well, even if you're not the big show. Did they close down the main. Street? And so they they close it down, or they encourage if it's pre-2000, right, or something like that. Anyway, um, so the old classic cars kind of parked, kind of parked, and then it kind of looked like the car show was done at that spot, and we were a whole nother block west. So it kind of looked like the car show stopped at the main intersection, and then Orange was a whole nother block, so Uh, I don't think we had a lot of people walking by. Not a lot of traffic. Um, Yeah, but we had a good amount. I mean, even just talking to, you know, having one conversation. All you had to do was start them up and rev them (laughs) up. Right, yeah. And it would have drawn people like flies to a honey bowl. But I had good conversations and a variety of topics. I mean, all centered around cars, but whether it's, hey, you want to try this with your kid? We had that kind of conversation. Mm -hmm. I had a fun conversation. These three guys were asking what's under the hood. And after you tell them that and then say the car only weighs a thousand pounds, they understand that um, to power to weight ratio. And you could tell when someone gets it, their eyes get really big. And then that conversation evolved into, um, yeah, she takes care of me because I take care of her. A lot of people looked in and they're like, I can't believe how clean your car is. You race this? I'm all, yeah, we race it. I take care of her. She takes care of me. You and just said, come out to Barona and, and come back about 10, 30, 11 o'clock and see how yeah. clean she is. Yeah, right. Yeah. So it, it was fun conversations. Like I said, a variety of people showed up. Um, well, it's good that uh, Steve and his team, you know, invited you guys down. Probably just needs to get you a little bit closer to the to yeah. the show. But yeah, that be that as it may. Yeah, this coming week is the Cajon Speedway. Yeah. So that I think draw, they'll be, that'll that always, draw a lot yeah. of people. Yeah, because there's still a lot of Cajon. Well, still people that run at uh, Barona. Yes. Used to run at Cajon Speedway. And, and that comes up in conversation so often, right. Cajon Speedway. So I think that'll be a good one. A friend of mine went to Kobe Swap Meet. I keep telling him to buy me one. And it's a, a Cajon Speedway t-shirt. Oh, you know, yeah. somebody's making them up there. You know, yeah. of course, it's got a big X through the track, you know, because they closed <laughs> yeah. it, which is not a good thing. I saw posted an old picture. It's of Danny Brent, who's always in our pit area, mm-hmm. and, and Ed Hale. Oh, well, it's an old black God. and white picture. Yeah, yeah it's a good one. It came, like, as a memory on yeah, my well, Facebook Drew, feed. Drew Hearwater uh, used to take a lot of photos out at, uh, and he lives back east now, so he's he posts a lot of Especially when they when they highlight Cajon Speedway, they, oh, yeah. they he highlights a, a lot of it. So many memories come up, and um, mm. I just don't you love those. And well, I'm thinking memories of the good old days of Cajon Speedway. Oh, yeah. But you got to remember, right now, present day, we are creating those days that we're going to look back on. So yeah. don't forget to be present, right, and grateful, right, uh, even of 
what just happened, say, last night or last week. Well, exactly, because it's a memory and it's an experience, good, bad, or indifferent. Yeah, good, bad. <laughs> you know, it really doesn't make a whole lot of difference, but as long as what? I was pointing at your shirt. I wanted to hear more about the Santa Cruz, too. Well, I can't talk too much oh, about it oh. because it's embargoed. Oh. But the Santa Cruz is an interesting truck because Honda, with the Ridgeline, was the first ones to bring back a, uh, a unibody truck. Well, that's a, where the unibody is part of. The suspension is just bolted to the body. Thank you for explaining that. Where a truck truck is a body mounted to a frame. Got it. Okay. And, because, and I talked to, to Hyundai a lot about it. And I told him, I said, you know, really, in all honesty, people that buy trucks don't really use the truck as much as if it was not a truck. Say it was a unibody pickup, it's a little bit smaller, a little bit better fuel mileage, 25 to almost 30 miles per gallon with these smaller unibody pickup trucks. So Honda breaks the ground. Uh, Hyundai comes out with the Santa Cruz, and it's really a cool little rig. It's got a, I can talk about the fact that. Yeah, what can you talk about? Because well, you did bed, post pictures, and I bed, thought of the brat. You've got a really nice built in tono cover. You've got lighting. You've got a 112 plug in. But what's really unique is at the very back of the bed, there's a box. You take the lid, open it up, which is lockable, and you could put a couple cases of sodas or beer filled with ice and then close it down and lock it. And then when you get to the race or wherever you're going, you've got a cooler and everything's nice and cold. And then what you do is when you're done and it's got water in it because everything's melted, there's a plug. I you was hoping you'd say that. <laughs> they also uh, have tie downs. You can put a four by eight sheet of plywood in there. Yeah, it's going to oh, stick. Really? It'll stick out over the tailgate, but they have straps that, that will hook it up. Uh, I I was very, very, very impressed with it. Uh, it's not an off-road vehicle, but yet it'll tow up to 5,000 pounds with the turbo and 3,500 with the, uh, the non-turbo. That is good news. Yeah. So it's got, it's, I think it, they're going to sell well. Uh, Ford is now coming out with the Maverick. Is it too soon to ask a price? Because They I'm, haven't set price okay, yet, it's too soon. so that'll be coming out here probably in the next couple of weeks. Because if you want the convenience of kind of that storage mm-hmm. um, truck, but you don't want to pay the full-size truck price tag. And how do you, do you enjoy parking <laughs> a full-size truck? Yeah, I don't know. I got myself a little Mustang, but yeah, I see some of those trucks that would be awesome to have, but, but you, not you, park. Yeah, yeah, try to park it. You know, and, <laughs> yeah. and you know as well as I do, they're taking away as much parking as they can throughout the county so i think it's i think it, it was just a really fun truck uh next week i'll go drive the toyota fr back in new york i want to thank brian for that invitation and go back and do that oh yeah you're going to new york yeah and i think it's summit raceways i think where we're going i'm not 100 percent sure so raceway yeah well it's a racetrack and i do you bring a helmet when you go they on these provide everything You'll be wearing a helmet? A Hans device, oh. helmet. Five-point five restraint, yep. everything? Yep. yep, most likely. Fun. And they have everything. The cars are on. And then, like I said, they usually, what they'll do is they'll do a nose-to-tail. They'll have a pro driver out front. Then to be, follow their line? Yeah, be six hours oh, behind. Fun. Well, that's the best way in my world to learn, to be honest with you. You know, to follow somebody. Yeah. Right. I got a rock, rock.
All right. Let's take a break. We come back. Racer Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The Answer. 